This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Squeeze every moment out of summer with a mango dragon fruit Starbucks refreshers beverage. It's a combo of sweet mango and bold dragon fruit flavors for a vibrant, refreshing way to cool down on hot days. Your happy is here at Starbucks. Order ahead on the app. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Up the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm here today with bestie of the pod, Allison Pivovarsky, also the executive editor of The Dip and just all around funny, funny gal. Um, How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm coming out of a busy wedding weekend extravaganza. My really good friend, Jamie, got married over the weekend, and I was in her wedding. Also talk, Jamie. Yeah, I've never been a bridesmaid. So this was like what was your really exciting. what was the thoughts? I mean, it's it's a long day, a long weekend. It's a it's a long day. I mean, I knew that like it would be, I guess, but then when we got the itinerary like the day before of like what the weekend would, you know, entail, times, places to be, where, et cetera, et cetera. And then I saw the boys itinerary. Oh, it's like I if the wedding said six, they're like, show up at 545. Yeah. Literally, that was basically and it. And don't I be blacked like, out yet. No, they're like, you, you can take a couple shots, but at least be able to walk. Um, so I mean, it was really, really good. I've I was really excited. Also, it was a Jewish wedding, never been to a Jewish wedding. Um, so that was really exciting. Mazel, you know, there was the the horror. And my friend Jamie, who actually I met through in my Instagram account. Oh, and I was in her wedding. So that's kind of funny. I mean, she's a very petite girl. And when they told me that they were going to do the horror, I was like, you guys are going to launch her into outer mm-hmm. space. Like, and they did. She like almost fell off several times. It's very dangerous. So scary. It, I know, but I wanted to get up there, but I did, you know, I think it's family only. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ma'am, please sit down, sit down. You're like, no, I brought my chair. I brought a folding chair for this. I brought, <laughs> I brought my own chair. Um, also, I mean, I mean, the bridesmaids had to be in the room by seven 30. I thought that that was really, really early, but I also thought that that was just like a mere suggestion. So I took a bath in the morning and I was soaking in the tub and I was late and I, everyone was mad, but they got over it. Yeah. You look, it was your first time. It was my first time. It literally, I was a bridesmaid virgin. And now it's like when it rains, it pours. You're going to be in so it's many coming in now. Yep. It's coming. I mean, it's the season. Yeah. And you've been to a lot of weddings so far and it's only May. 
I've been to uh, three weddings so far, fourth one in July, got a few at, in, at the end of the year. Luckily, like local recently, I did have one that was out of town early April. That was an absolutely beautiful wedding, um, but cursed for me personally. No, you guys don't understand. This was truly... I mean, it just kept I, the text. It kept getting in. worse. It, just, it kept getting worse. It it didn't stop. It did, it was just like I'll give people the very brass tacks of it because I've gotten it down to a science and how I tell the story. Okay. Uh, my it was in New Orleans. Beautiful. I've always wanted to be at a New Orleans wedding. I mean, this mm-hmm. what an experience. Mm-hmm. And the bride and groom they were doing it right. There was going to be a second line parade. It was at a beautiful venue in the French quarter. Just, it was all around going to be a fantastic day, uh, weekend. So I fly in, I have no problem. My boyfriend's on another flight. My boyfriend is in the wedding. He's coming in a little later, but I was going to work at the airport because there's nothing I like more than sitting my ass down at a Chili's two, ordering a Southwest Caesar salad and working and getting like a large fountain soda. It's just like, I was, oh my God. I was genuinely looking forward to it. And he, my boyfriend was going to fly in like, I think two and a half hours after me. So I was like, great, I'll get some work done. Don't have to take the whole day off of work. And I can like, just meet him. We'll go to the Airbnb where we're staying with like a couple other couples. It's going to be great. I land, I go to Chili's too. And this is when I knew I should have been concerned. First of all, I walk off the gate and the Chili's too is right in front of me. And I was like, this is fate. fate. I said, you thought you were about to have a great weekend. I was said, I, yes, a hundred percent. I said, someone's looking, someone's watching over me, like in that, uh, raise your voice movie with Hillary Duff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I said, someone's watching over me. I sit mm-hmm. down, I ask the waitress, can I get that Southwest Caesar salad? And you're probably like, Allison, why aren't you getting the quesadilla explosion salad? Because it has the word explosion in it. And I'm going to be at, yeah, we don't need it. I don't You're need sharing a hotel room with your boyfriend. Like you don't need it. I'm at an Airbnb with a oh, yes. house full of people. I don't oh, know. Right. I don't need to have the quesadilla explosion salad. So I get my, <laughs> I asked for my Southwest Caesar. I, she comes back to me and goes, oh, you won't believe this. The kitchen is short staffed. So we're only, we're making everything but the salads. And I go, you're only, you're not making salads. Those are the easiest things to make. She's like, I know it's crazy, isn't it? And I go, it is actually like, I can't believe you can make me a, no, like actually we need to talk about this. Like Like, you can make me salmon, but you can't add some lettuce and drop, but what? Anyway, I was like, that's fine. I'll just go somewhere else. So I pack up my stuff and I go to Emerald's to go and I order a Caesar salad. It's fine. The salad is placed in front of me and I get a text from my boyfriend and he says, my flight was just delayed. His flight was delayed hours. So I was like, I'm not sitting at this airport Emeralds to go, especially without my Southwest Caesar by myself for five hours. So I was like, I'll go to the Airbnb. I've never met the people at the Airbnb, but I go and I am like, wow, they're so nice. Everyone here is amazing. I'm so lucky that like, I have a great boyfriend who has great friends who welcome me open arms. And we were like, you know, we should order alcohol because it's New Orleans. It's a party weekend. So I was like, guys, I got this. I order the mini bar. I order like 200 plus dollars worth. You know, we're having Aperol spritzes. We're having high noons. You know, we're going. You are making a great impression on them. That's the thing is I really wanted to make a great impression. The moment I press confirm 200 plus dollars out my bank account. Uh, 
I get a text that says, hey, FYI, your flight from Chicago to New Orleans has been canceled. So now my boyfriend, I text him, I go, oh, uh-oh, and he hasn't gotten the news yet. I don't know why I got it first. Um, so I have to tell him your flight was canceled. You might need to go look into this. Uh, I will fast forward about Oh man, it was like back and forth. How was he going to get there? At one point I was going to drive to Dallas, Texas to pick him up. We, we managed to get him to Pensacola, Florida, uh, at midnight that night, because also what I didn't mention was this was the weekend of the final four in new Orleans. So everything was like $1,800 for one way. He needed to be there the next day for the wedding. We missed the rehearsal dinner. I drove my ass in a RAV4 uh, to Pensacola, Florida from new Orleans. I got him at midnight. We got back. It was like 4am. The wedding was the next day. And I thought, you know what, what a story, what a story I'll be able to tell. And at the wedding, it was first of all, one of the most beautiful weddings. Second line parade is one of the coolest things I've ever done. I mean, just like shutting down the streets in the French quarter. I have the time of my life, the T of my L and I, couldn't, couldn't get enough. So, you know, the party continued after the wedding, we went out in bourbon on bourbon street, went to a bar. I'm dancing my little a off, had so much fun. Uh, and then the next morning, fast forward, we are at the Airbnb. We're all sitting by the pool Lux, and I get a text message and it's from chase fraud. And it says, did you just try to spend $700 at journeys journeys shoe store? Uh, listeners, something you don't know about me is I don't shop at journeys and I'm not trying to throw shade, but like, it's just not my thing. That's not Allison's journey. No, that's not my journey. So I text back. No, I didn't just try to spend $700 at journeys. And I am like, let me go call chase. So I run over, I run into the house. I get my wallet. Uh, my wallet's missing. My entire wallet had been stolen. And there was a woman who was a little shady lurking around our group at the, at the club that we went to after. And I, in hindsight, I'm like, well, she definitely just stole my wallet from me. Uh, so in there was credit cards, debit cards, uh, my VAX card, my ID, ID. And here I am in New Orleans, just trying to get home on Monday morning. It's Sunday. And you know what I said? Say la vie. Say la vie. Tell God your plans. And also, no good deed goes unpunished. Because the day before, I had just traveled across four state lines to pick up my boyfriend so he could be at this wedding. Yeah. And I would do it a million times over again. Don't get me wrong. But uh, to be rewarded with my wallet being stolen really was like, and so that's tough. It was a tough blow. That was how I started wedding season. Uh, I love that. You know, you can only go up and it has, I mean, I, again, I have the best weekend. So like, I really couldn't, I looked, just went and got drunk that day. I had a great time. Also, if you lose your wallet or have it stolen whilst on vacation and you don't have your ID, it'll be okay. I think like everyone panics, but really like it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> Like TSA just was like, who, what's your mom's name and what's her birthday? And that was it. Wow. Yeah. I got to like move more on Ticketmaster these days to just get Oh my God. Listen, I mean, I, I have gone my life with like, no one in my life really has gotten married yet. So this mm. is like the first year that people I know are like really getting married. Like mm-hmm. I've had four close friends get married this, that are getting married this year or have already. And uh, you know, I, when people ask me, they're like, Sam, do you ever want to get married? I'm usually like, eh, I don't know. You know, I have friends that have had their weddings planned since they were like in third grade, right. like they have Pinterest boards. And I'm just like someone that's like, yeah, of course I have a Pinterest board. 
But then I go to weddings and I'm like, Oh, do you get bit? Oh, Allison. I am like, I will fall in love and I will get married and it will be spectacular. Hmm. I become insane. Immediately last night, I was on You're looking up venues. Oh, yeah. Get a grip, bitch. Get, I'm single as a Pringle. I like, I get it. I'm not like that necessarily with weddings, but I get it. Like but I, now that you're, now that you have a boyfriend that you hard launched on Instagram without a warning, I didn't even get a text. I didn't even get a text. Like guys take a look at my IG. I literally texted her and then just, she giggled and then never responded. <laughs> I look guys, I didn't know how to do it. So I just did. You just did it. You just jumped I just right in. did it. I just posted the photo. Kim K of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was, and I wasn't thinking that, but now that you say it, like, thank you. Also like speaking of weddings in the Kardashians. Oh, uh, we got to talk about it. What so a segue. I, was like, I was rarely, I was like on my phone this weekend, like right. obviously posting some pictures, but I wasn't like in it, like really following Same. what, but when I opened up my phone every single time I would be accosted mm. with the photos of the Kravis wedding smacked in the face. Allison, I need your thoughts. Um, you tell, well, is this number, is this like the 17th wedding they've had? Like it's the third, it's the third. It was in Rome, I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, my mom always said, if you don't have something nice to say, that's not what this podcast is for, Allison. So what I will say is I thought a lot of the women at the at the wedding looked beautiful. Okay. I uh, did not I, I did not like take that advice. I did not like Courtney's corset Luke. dress at all. Here's my thing. See, my mom never told me just that. My mom literally said, whatever you feel, just share it. <laughs> and if the world isn't ready that's for it. That's why you it, have this podcast. Yeah, that's literally why I'm a demon from hell. Um Oh my God. Where to begin? I truly, my eyes don't know where to land. Oh, like there's just a lot, like, like I'm looking at it and my eyes are going a million different directions. Like there's candelabras. There's a vampire priest. It looks, there's a man underneath some sort of fringy red velvet umbrella with his eyes closed. I don't know who that man is or what he, what purpose he serves. Yeah. Um, uh, everyone, looked like okay and also we have to discuss the fact that it was sponsored by Dolce and Gabbana so these two people put together are almost billionaires yeah and their wedding is being sponsored by Dolce and Gabbana who's problematic to say the least so that's another as another layer into this. And also but, like, you don't need to have your wedding sponsored. No, that's the thing I don't get. And you know, what really honestly surprised me the most is how, I mean, I guess because it's sponsored, they had to do a lot of like content for it, but I was really shocked at how public they were being with their wedding because Courtney feels to me like someone who would want like a private ceremony, like with Kravis, just in love making out. Well, that's why I believe that video of him licking her forehead. Yeah. They got to stop and that. I actually texted a friend like, why are they licking all the time? Licking, like licking foreheads. And it's like, knock it off. Knock and it off, you guys. Enough. We've had it. I get it. You're in love. And this is what I said on last week's podcast. I said, I really liked them when I, when I didn't hear them. 
Like mm. I liked them on Instagram. And then when I watched them on the show, I'm like, I really don't like this. This feels weird. Also, Courtney was like, I really liked her style before. I thought she was different than the other girls. I thought she was always really beautiful. Her makeup her- and everything. I just I, honestly, like, all of it. All I of it. can't make heads or tails. The, I think her like her whole look lately has really been throwing me for a loop. Uh, I will say this. She looked so it's undeniable how happy she is in every photo right. I saw. With that said, here to four, I look at it and it feels like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to be like, I hope I'm not speaking out of line. It feels like it's for him and not her. And I think that that's the thing that like, we've always made the joke, like Courtney always kind of like adopts whatever her like boyfriend's style is at that time. Mm-hmm. And has definitely like leaned into the goth, like macabre of it all. Like she's really like, she has she become like a high leather boots to her ultrasound. She's like, and a, wore them in the stripes. She Right. She's like become like a high priestess though recently. And I, and it feels more serving for Travis than her. And so like, if that's really what she loves and is interested in, then by all means, like I'm thrilled then. And I hope that this wedding was everything she had on her Pinterest board, but I just couldn't help, but feel that it really did kind of like, I was just like, well, where's Courtney in all of this? You know, where is, where are we getting our Courtney and maybe here, well, here's a question for you, Sam, since you have been planning your wedding, um, recently, Mm -hmm. what, like, what is your style? Because I was just going to say, maybe Courtney doesn't have a style. And then I started self-reflecting in that moment and thought, do I have a style? And I don't know if I do. Allison, you have a style. I know your style, but how would it translate into a wedding? You know, like Travis is like goth. And like, that is like, that makes sense. That comes through in a wedding. Uh, but like, I don't know what I would do. Like, what would you do? I mean, you do know what you would do because you've planned it this weekend. I mean, literally last night I was, you know, I ordered my Uber eats, told them I had COVID and made them come deliver it to my door because I was like, I'm not going to go to the lobby. Um, cause I was not well, I mean the wedding I was at, I mean, it was like four hours away. So I like, it was, a, it was just a lot. Okay. Look, you um, do not have to explain that at all. Yeah. It was, it was, I was exhausted. Um, but what I'm gathering from, um, my Pinterest that I have since reactivated last night is there's a lot, not a lot of color. And I don't think that that should be shocking to people. I don't want a Man. colorful bouquet mm-hmm. makes me sick. Mm-hmm. When people have sunflower bouquets. Oh, I'm about to put tulips. my, I'm about to put my, one of my best friends on blast. She's not listening to this. Uh, and if you do know me, don't say anything. Uh, she at one point wanted to do all Sam, all oh. rainbow tulips. And her color scheme was like, like uh, light blues. And she was like out of left field was like, but I'm going to do every flower is going to be a rainbow tulip. Nope. And we were like, why? And we shut it down. And you know what? I'll tell you, you guys, she wanted to do the rainbow tulips. Uh, Her wedding was supposed to be May, 2020. Then COVID happened. And I'm going to say something, and this is going to be fucking controversial. Thank God, because I really worry if we hadn't had a year 
plus to reflect on that, we would have been there looking like, like the most insane Easter basket in the entire world. Uh, oh my God, and Allison. then she, she luckily, and then when she finally did go to her flower appointment, you know, while she was planning it in 2021, I asked if I could come with her. And I said, let's do a neutral. Friend. Let's do a neutral. Let's do a neutral. I'm a neutral girl. Like I love a neutral, but I also really love fall colors because they look oh. the best on me. Um, yeah, but you realize like at your wedding, you won't be wearing like oh, no, a, I know a that. rusted orange. Oh, I would never do that to someone like ever. Oh, really? No, oh. I would never make someone wear rusted orange. Some people look great in it. I know some people do. Maybe I should just select like my bride. But also I was thinking, I was like, I don't think I want a bridal party. Oh, I like that. Like, I don't think I want a bridal party. I want something like very me and whoever I get married will just adopt that. And so so you're the Travis and you're looking for your Courtney. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I love a highbrow, lowbrow moment. So I would love like a really good, like taco truck, maybe some greasy burgers with like some really good alcohol. Like a nice, you know what I mean? Like, I would love that. Not for the wedding. Uh, You know, I'm getting on a tangent. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, Wait, I just thought, wouldn't it be fun to do like a food truck scene for your wedding? Like instead of like everything is really high class, but instead of like a seated dinner, it's literally food trucks. Yeah. That's fun. That's not like tacky. I mean, it could I don't want be, it to be but- like that. You know how like back in the day, like we're talking 2012 guys, if you are one of these people, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But the people oh no, that got married in like 2012, they did a lot of those. Remember the, remember the groomsmen would like open their shirts and they had like superhero shirts underneath. Yeah. I don't want my taco truck food truck thing to be a superhero shirt in the future. I want everything to be very timeless. Very well- timeless set. Oh, see, that's interesting. I do think you then can't. Yeah. I got to go with chicken and fish. Oh no. That's so boring. You know what I hate? I hate Allison. Do you have good food this weekend? That, oh my God. So good. The food was so good. Um, I, when I go to a wedding, I judge the food really hard. Like, oh, so do I. I am like four weddings. Yeah. Do you watch four weddings ever on TLC? I do. Like they always are like the chicken was really chewy. It was really dry. It was really because it's and hard I, to cook chicken that in mass, many times. In mass. Right. I agree. I had a steak this weekend and I was shocked because like I feel like filet mignon at a wedding is like that's a big that's a tall order. And that's it was bougie. It was so good. I was just like, how how I can't cook a single one, let alone for a room of 200 plus people of your closest family Never. and friends. <laughs> I can't promise I, that. You can't promise when that I go to a wedding, <laughs> When I go to a wedding or any really type of gathering, like large gathering. Yeah. And I see, what are those things called? Those like metal things, with like the candle under it. Oh, mm-hmm. the uh, burner, the like. The burner uh, uh, yeah. trays, called? whatever. Yeah. When I see one of those and I open it up and I see that soggy mastacholi. Oh. I am like, we gotta go. And also like when with the penne pasta, when you lift it up and it's like running water, like a faucet (gasps) because it's like condensated so much. And then it's all on your hand and you just see a puddle of water now in the mascioli and you're just like flavorless. 
It is that is not a, a seasoning to be found. No, they've never met a seasoning that they no. didn't chuck to the side. Uh, I always feel that way or like whenever you're yeah, any type of a buffet situation. Although when I went to this wedding in new Orleans, they mm-hmm. had a really cool thing where it was like the, it was a traditional new Orleans wedding in that like, there was not a seated dinner. So you could go up and they had like an oyster shucking station. They had oh, like cool. somebody who was like carving meat. They had like pasta, like a really great Cajun pasta. That was like, um, buffet, like somebody was like serving it, but it was kind of buffet style. And that I thought was awesome because you could go dance, you could go eat, you could go dance you can go eat. Just, you know, there's never one moment. And that I think is like the benefit of like a food truck is like people can go do like a little around the world. It's like Epcot, you know, like oh have God. a taco yeah. truck, have a burger truck. But I think that's really expensive. I think like, yeah, you're suddenly bringing in multiple vendors when really you could just have like a team of six in the back cooking up that chicken a la chicken. Lorraine. Yeah. <laughs> now you're in love. And do you find yourself thinking of weddings? I've never been like a wedding person. Like I, I get it. Like, and I do think like, sometimes when I leave a wedding, I'm like, I really loved that. I didn't, you know, like that. Like it's you're everyone's a critic, but you're like very much. I think like I'm going to cross that bridge when I get there. I've never been like a Pinterest girl, like in terms of weddings. Um, I've always just been one of those people. Here's the other thing about me when it comes to a wedding, I don't really want to have any plan. I don't want to plan it because I know who I am as a person and I am a Capricorn. I've got like a lot of Capricorn in me. Um, and I do love an itinerary and I love a plan, but I don't want to be stressed about it. So I'm going to literally hire someone and just say, present me. I want it to be like, you know, when you go to the eye doctor and they're like one or two and you look at it and you don't really see a difference. And they go one or two, as if like saying it differently will change what you can see better. I want that for my wedding. Like I want somebody to just have a slideshow in front of me and they go one or two. And then I'm like, "Uh and they're like one or two. And then I just pick that way. I don't want like to deal with anything. And I know that that sounds privileged and I might not even be able to afford that when the day comes, but in my head, that's what I want. I just want somebody to do it all for me because I also don't like, I trust people. Like if you can throw a pretty wedding with neutrals, then by all means do it for me, you know? Yeah. I know Jamie, uh, the bride over the weekend had a planner and I think it really just took so much stress off of her. Cause she was like the chillest bride. Like, I just she, want to enjoy it. She I knew want what she wanted. Yeah. Like she knew what she wanted, but like the day of, she was like, it's all handled. Yes. I don't have to think about it. Everything is done. Everything mm-hmm. is good to go. Uh, but I mean, yeah, this Courtney and Travis wedding. Um, anyway, guys, there's been, a, there's been some going on. Uh, on my Instagram account. So I was pretty much MIA a weekend from Instagram. The one time I log on, I discover that it has been outed. Who Unmasked. Is. Unmasked. Who Dumois is. Has it been confirmed? No. Okay. But there's a lot of people going like, yeah, that's, that's the person. Yeah. yeah that's the person. Um, turns out that it's a woman named Melissa or possibly allegedly this woman named Melissa who's like grandfather was like a socialite rich person. And she like worked in fashion, et cetera, et cetera. So all I did was post like the pop crave, like announcement, because I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. I feel like my followers will think that that's kind of crazy. Uh, you like shared it to your story. Yeah. 
then I, then I asked, cause I was curious. I'm like, how do people feel like now knowing like who it possibly could be? Like, does it take the fun out of it? Did it, does it make you more interested? Like yeah. now do you want to know and, more about who this person is? And I do think it does just to answer your question. I didn't get to see that, um, that follower poll. And <laughs> I, I do think it takes a lot of the fun out of it. It's like that in a gossip girl. You're like, wait a sec. Like, I, well, I didn't, I didn't want this to actually happen. It was also kind of fun to imagine who it could have been. Like, it was fun to think of like Hailey Bieber doing it or like some random person in like their basement, you know, yeah. who's our I lonely get, boy. And then I get a DM from, from Dumois. Dumois themselves. Like, yeah. DMs me and they go, Hey, I feel really bad doing this but I am going to block any account that is amplifying this nonsense. I'm sorry. And then that was it. And that was it. She vanished into the night. Gone. The wind. Fabulous. I was shocked and I'm not mad about it. I honestly don't care. I was shocked that I got an explanation, but maybe she felt that like she wanted to let me know, like why. Right. Uh, but then it leaves me, it kind well, of why is makes she apologizing? Me just like, don't do it. then. Well, it just kind of makes me laugh because it's like the irony of it. Like you're mad that like you're being outed, but your whole career has been talking and about other people outing and people. spotting them. Right. So I'm like, the irony of that is not lost on me. I find that to be very funny, actually. Um, so yeah, I've been blocked by Demois. But do, I wonder if, okay, so I brought this up earlier. I do wonder if like, there are a lot of things going on with Dumas now. Like there's a book deal, there's a TV show deal. Uh, just so there's much happening. There's a podcast. Like, is there mm-hmm. a certain point where like, I wonder if those deals are at somehow at risk now with like an identity out there. And it's like, but I just don't get, it's like the damage is done. Right. So like, what does like blocking Bravo historian, like, <laughs> get you not no, to I minimize, don't know. not to minimize your pull uh no, I know you have a lot of pull um but like it is really wild to me because I'm like what is it what's the goal what's the end goal with blocking Sam Bush I don't know like that's kind of what puzzled me did too, you tag I'm- Dumois in your no. question oh okay that's interesting too um and I, cause I'm, I was genuinely curious. A lot of people said that, you know, now it kind of takes the fun out of it for them. And then I followed it up with like, do you, are you still going to like be as interested? Like, cause I'm, I was genuinely wondering, cause I know you are a about reporter, it. you are a journalist, <laughs> you are naturally an inquisitive person. You don't have to, you don't have to explain yourself. To I know. Us. I know. And I just feel bad. Like I, I hope that this woman is like, okay. But I also, know, like, I'm scary, sure like- that this white woman um, with a rich grandfather who also got a deal at HBO and a book deal is probably she's going to be fine. She'll be fine. It is like an interesting, like, level of is this doxing? Is it not? I don't think saying who a person is is doxing them. So I, I think saying where that person works, where that person lives, is their phone number, et cetera, et cetera, a la Kelly Dodd, that is doxing. But also, yeah, and it's so interesting though, because like all of what was found, and it was by this man, his name's Brian F. Starts with an F, I want to say Brian Feldman? Friedman. Feldman? Friedman, Friedman or Feldman? Yeah. He has a Substack and he yeah. was able to find all of this information online. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is like all of it was there. It was just, nobody had taken the time to uncover it all. Right. So nothing was done in like a, uh, truly like dark way, un- unethical way. Mm-hmm. Like it really wasn't. Um, and there were even like videos, like you said, Sam, like from like 2013, where it was like, there was no question. Uh, it's just, nobody had done it yet which is crazy, but it was bound to happen. I mean, I also wonder too, like, there's gotta be some level of relief just to be done, like be out there. It's out there now, girl. I know. Use it for your reservations (laughs) at Carbone, girl. Like stop, let's stop the charade. And do you think that they, um, the girls running it are concerned at all about like, okay, well now that it's out, Mm -hmm are they concerned that that opens it up for like lawsuits, like from celebrities, but uh, I don't think so. I don't know how the ins and outs. I think of that. that they always say nothing is vetted. It's all submission based. Um, and I think that there's probably a lot of legal workarounds with that, that they're yeah. able to kind of avoid. So no, I don't think so. I just think it takes away the mystery. I think it just, yeah. There is an element, but also with that said, like, I think the mystery of Dumois was way more exciting earlier in like 2020, but like at this point, I kind of am like, I don't really care if I know who it is. And I'm going to be honest. I didn't look up. I Googled the name when I saw it, read one article on Vulture yep. about it. And then I was like, okay, I'm good. We're done. I'm good. I'm not looking up anything more about these girls. And here's the other thing. If you're doxing Dumois, like who are you? You're nobody. Cause guess what? Dumois not writing about you. Yeah. They're not writing about you. They're writing about Haley Bieber and about all of like, you know, the actual celebrities who aren't going to do anything because also celebrities have utilized Dumois the same way that they, Oh, have. for like, sure. It's just as much part of a PR plan now as, as going on Jimmy Fallon and playing oh you know, whatever musical chairs game he has set for that day. Okay. Speaking of Jimmy Fallon, this is not at all what I was expecting to talk about today. What, when are we going to be done with the like late night shows like that? It's so interesting. I think we've moved past the need. So do you watch late night shows ever? No. So I don't either. And I can't, I, there was a point where, cause they're so PR bait. Like I watch, watch what happens live. That's the only one that I'll watch. Honestly. Well, that's good for your brand, but I think like, like for me, I will see like a video clip of someone and I'll be like, oh, I like that. You know, like, oh, Nicholas Braun on uh, uh, Colbert is like, oh, I want to watch that. Like, that's going to be funny, but I'm not going to videotape. I'm not going to videotape it. I'm not going to copy it to a VHS. I'm not going to DVR it, you know, like there are certainly, yeah. I think like TikTok has also made it so obsolete. Even, I mean, YouTube made it obsolete years ago. You know, I really have been thinking about it actually lately because I see clips from like Jimmy Fallon and I'm like, none of this is like funny. Real. Yeah. None of it's funny. None of it's like, cause you know that they get asked all these questions ahead of time. They know. And then Jimmy's like, guys, he's like Ariana Grande you are going to sing a song and you're going to sing it like this person, whoever it lands on. I'm like, this is so annoying. To, like, I get like angry. I'm like, I this is too. not 
like funny. This is not real. I hate it. Goodbye. And also and just how forced the laughs are like, Oh, he, his laughing specifically. But that's why I like Colbert because like he, I do think is like a really good interviewer, but I've really been leaning into like Z way lately. And like, I was in love her. I know you do. And like, I just find her show so much more entertaining than anything I am seeing on like on YouTube or TikTok from like the it's the the editing of Z-Way too like the funny like how they put down at the Chiron like what's going on like I mean her her, the Chirons are killing the interview with Chet Hanks so good the son of Tom Hanks Chester and Rita Wilson Chester what's his middle name it's like Chester something Hanks he is oh my god oh is he I found him to be, I was like, this man could be a star. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting that you say that. Um, he is the son of performers. So I do think that he, it's in his blood. He has that element in his blood, but like he, the whole like Batman thing when (laughs) Z-Way was just like (laughs) fighting, she was terrified. She's like, what is happening? Fighting Mm -hmm. so hard not to like burst into laughter. She's so good at like playing this like straight man and he see it's funny I couldn't tell if he like was in on it and that's the mystery about Chet Hanks I know I couldn't tell if he was like really not self-aware at all or he was like self too self-aware where he knows what's going on and he knows that this he's He's, like playing a character yeah but can I tell you something that charm that he has and that sparkle that twinkle in his eye that's Rita Wilson right there that's not Tom that's not Tommy. No, we Tommy? all saw what happened when Rita Wilson's hair person didn't show up for whatever award show it was like the Emmys and she was losing her mind. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's, that's a comedian. That's yeah. And she person. raps. Sure does. So I'm like, that is Chesterfield Hanks is Rita Wilson. But can I just say something? I think I'm over nepotism. Go on. Like, why do you want Chesterfield Hanks to win? Like when we can, we can be finding new talent. Let's find the Z-Ways and not the, the Tom Hanks son who is <laughs> fine. He is oh, a he's fine. mediocre white man. Yeah. And instead, like, I would rather us like not, and I'm not even, I'm not going to like, even you got Colin Hanks. The more talent. Yeah, I'm not into Colin Hanks. Oh, I mean, t- Colin Hanks is the equivalent of like a piece of white bread that has been put on the counter after taken out of the toaster. So it starts to get a little wet and soggy because it started to sweat on He's the counter. He's the butt of the bread. <gasps> He's just nothing. nothing but like, I would rather us find the Z-Ways. And I think, and I'm, I, look, I'm just dancing around it. This is about Beanie Feldstein. <gasps> Allison, we have to talk about this because I, okay. I hear you. I see you. I'm listening. I have very selective nepotism. Like there's the Beanie Feldsteins where I'm like, get out of here. But then there's the Chesterfield Hanks. And I'm like, maybe he could, maybe he's onto something, but then there's like the stars that like, you didn't know were like a famous people. And can I tell you something really quickly? I tried to watch the Gilded Age. I tried my hardest. I really gave it a good, I'm not even gonna say the word college try because I didn't try that hard. 
in college, hence no degree. So, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, that, yeah. So I really tried. And when I found out that the lead of the Gilded Age is the Meryl Streep's daughter, Mm -hmm. I was sick because she is horrible. She is a horrible, horrible, horrible actress. I saw better acting in the movie Spring Breakers <gasps> than I saw in The Gilded Age. I was disgusted. I said, this is disgusting. No, that nothing going on there. Get Chet Hanks in The Gilded Age <laughs> over that. And I mean, Beanie Feldstein, you guys know, I love you listen to this podcast. You hate I, I don't hate her, but the audacity to bring funny girl, Mm. Barbara Streisand's like, that was it. That got Barbara her first Oscar. That is the movie. That was my gateway drug to Barbara Streisand. And I have cat named Barbara. I love her. I am using a Barbara Streisand notebook. Yes, you are. I love she her. is. I can confirm she's everything to it. me. So the fucking audacity of Beanie Feldstein to get up on that stage and and and, and be I've fine. heard it's questionable. I I've, heard that she does not hit notes that no. she should be hitting. What? Yes, yes. I heard that her vocals are subpar. And when <gasps> you are a bar doing a Barbara Streisand like yeah, rendition, yeah. whatever, and you can't even sing, that's the whole thing, girl. I know you can it be is. a funny girl, but you can't be a funny girl. You know, you what I'm can't saying? be the funny girl. You can't. And I'm going to say something. And I know that this is going to get a lot of people heated. If you say it should have been Leah Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? Listen, all I'm saying is we needed someone like Leah Michelle with are the you, vocals because Leah Michelle's girl? vocals, oh. Leah Michelle's vocals, like are, you can love her or hate her. I'm sorry. Her voice is fucking incredible it's, it's it's unfair that somebody can have that voice. A voice like that and then like you know they know that they're really good oh she she is Rachel Berry she knows she, 100%. she knows she's that a was star autobiography did you see the spring awakening uh, doc- uh documentary? documentary of course I did mm-hmm. like I actually was where like, she showed her vagina to yeah that was such a like whatever though like I, don't I know, know. I, it was Everyone funny blew that out of proportion it was like I'm I because you see those headlines first yeah. and then you see it in the documentary and you're like okay it wasn't like no in print it's aggressive you're like yes. you did what with your vagina yeah. and also like a desk lamp yeah yeah but then when she's like talking about it and when they're talking about it, you're just like she's oh. like I can't believe it he told you that like she's in like yeah, I think we blew like that one out of proportion a little, but I really do think that I was like, God, I actually thought Leah Michelle looked good in that. Like, I don't mean like physically looked good, but she's beautiful. But like, she just like, I kind of came out of it. Not Hating being like, me. yeah. Yeah. You were kind of like, damn, she really did work her little ass off. She did. She was working. She's been doing started- that since 14. Yeah. I'm like, you've been singing those songs and acting that out since you were 14. Ugh, I love spring awakening. Oh, anyway. Wow. And we can't end the podcast talking about Leah Michelle. No, we're not. We're going to end we can't. With, we gotta. Uh, I will just say this. I yeah. went to Pensacola, Florida 
and I had three hours to kill before picking up my boyfriend at the airport. So I went to Chili's and I got my Southwest Caesar salad. You did. I got the avocado or like the Southwest egg rolls, a Southwest salad and a Diet Coke. And they kept saying, and let me tell you guys this. And if you're from Pensacola, like I might've just not been at the right scene. Um, because I went to a freestanding Chili's on a Friday night at 9.30 PM. And they kept being like, are you alone? And I was like, yeah, I don't know what more, like you, they, they had like six people ask me, like, will you be dining alone on this Friday at Chili's? And I had to keep saying yes. And, but you know what? I got that salad. Was it so good, Allison? It was so good. It was really good. I don't regret it. Cause there's nothing worse than like having something like a hankering for something and getting it and being like, this is it. I know. Like it's bad. Well, that's how I feel about any like viral food. (gasps) There was that feta pasta that everyone was like raving about. It was fucking disgusting. I made it and I was like, I threw it in the trash. I said, this is disgusting. Absolutely not the feta. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who are you like into on Instagram these days or uh, TikTok these days? Oh my God. This Basset Hound named Cynthia. Wait, what? I'm really obsessed with this Basset Hound named Cynthia. Okay. That's what I thought you said, but I just couldn't believe yeah. I heard it right. Deeply okay. obsessed. Um, there's also, let me grab my phone. Hang on one second. Cause I really want to give him a shout out. He's the funniest fucking person on TikTok. Makes me laugh. I watch his videos every single day and I rewatch them. Well, it sounds re-watch like him. he's really making an impression. You don't know what his name is. Okay. Oh, this is a look. Sam just took her headphones off and uh just got some little little curtain bangs. Pardon? Welcome back. Hi. Okay. Let me find his TikTok so quick. Like it will be so quick. No, it's um, not gonna be quick. TikTok makes it impossible to find something. If you see a video and found then, it. oh wow. Okay. He is the funniest person on TikTok right now. So I follow Cynthia, the Basset Hound, uh, deeply, deeply obsessed with the owner and just Cynthia in general. Um, but then I'm obsessed with this guy. His handle is at EJ having fun. He does the funniest like videos where he's, it's just him in the phone, him in the camera. And he like has, he's like a character. So he does like cool LA dad. And I'm attracted to cool LA dad. He's really funny. Um, he does. It's so good. You guys have to you have to watch it. He's on Cameo. Oh my God. I would fucking die. He can, for 20 bucks, you can get a video from him. My king. Sam, are you going to join Cameo soon? You really want me to join Cameo. And I would I like to, to know. Why. I would like to know the listeners. I would like for them to honestly answer this for us. Like, if you could have Sam for the small price of a cup of coffee, uh, that's all I'm worth. No, okay. maybe like maybe one with a lot of extra pumps in it. So, Ooh, okay. So, okay. Like no more than 10, but maybe around right. like 50. Yeah. I don't know what that nets out to for you. Um, I think like, would you want Sam to wish you would an HVD? Like, or imagine this, like a bachelorette party. This is what I think you should do. It's a bachelorette party and you uh-huh. have tea. And you can come to that bride and be like, I'm going to break some news for you 24 hours before I break it for other people. Wow. That's good. Allison. Are you my Kris Jenner? I'm more than happy to take on that. Cause role. you are my cat. You are a Capricorn. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm a water sign. I do not know what's going You're just on. Just going with the flow. 
this was a really chaotic episode, but it felt good to be back. Um, I needed to just have like mindless conversation because yeah. the weekend took a lot out of me. I love talking about like weddings and hearing about people's weddings, judging their yeah. weddings. I love to judge. Yeah. Allison, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah. You can check out my, uh, my podcast pop chaser. It's out every Tuesday. Uh, talk about TV happenings and Amazon last week. We had a lot of fun and yeah, I, um, that's about it for me though. All right. And not your Instagram at Allison Pewo. If you want to. Okay. Yeah. Go follow her guys. She's got great stuff going on. Cute dog. Yeah. Maybe you'll see her boyfriend. I don't know. Maybe you won't. What if, what if you just hard launched him and then we just never see him again, except for like his like wrist and like little. Oh, it goes back to a soft launch. Yep. I do love when somebody does a a very obvious soft launch. Oh, it's It's one of my favorite things. It's It's so fun. So fun. And I do, and I'll find them. I will find them. Guys, if you need Allison for any sort of investigative service, she is your girl. Like she will find the house his grandmother grew up in. Yeah. You know, she'll find. I've never walked into a house. I didn't know where the first floor bathroom was before walking through those doors. Exactly. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and check out the dip.com and use code spring for 95% off your subscription. That will be $3 total guys. Um, yeah, I love, yeah. Um, and I will see you guys all on Friday. Bye. Bye. Big tobacco cigarette butts filter practically nothing and are made of microplastics that are toxic and cunning. More than 15,000 fibers lurk in every cigarette butt you see. Could they harm your families? Quite possibly. They could end up inside of you, your bodies, their prey. New studies even indicate possible links to mutations in DNA. An evil lie with the future's worth of harm. To the world, now you know. So sound the alarm. Learn more at undo.org.